0: Alright, gang. So on today, hey, everyone. So on today's episode, we're going to talk about uh, how to use the gym and how to train when you're over the age of 40. So there's uh, various aspects that are different when you're over 40 than when, let's say, you're in your teens or twenties in regards to training, especially if you're just starting new uh, to training. So we're gonna cover that in this episode. Um, so if you like it, please like it or share it or if you have any questions on what we're gonna say, just let us know, uh, you can contact us via the website at www.rpmfitness.ie and you'll find all more info on the website there. So first we're gonna say about when you come into the gym and just generally start a weightlifting program or using weights for the first time, um, you're gonna use uh, a lighter a lighter weight and you're gonna use more reps. So Um, now before you rush over to kind of get the smallest weights possible and do hundreds of reps, you know, those cheesy pink weights or, you know, those brightly colored weights you'll see in corners of gyms, uh, that's, that's not what we're suggesting. You still have to use challenging weights, but we're gonna, we'll just explain why you will use higher reps as opposed to lower reps. So generally when you want to get stronger, you train in a rep range of one to five reps, and this lets you lift heavier weight, which makes you stronger more so than lifting or more reps, so let's say six to 12 is what what we're gonna recommend for most people. But the problem is, as you get older, so if you're a teenager or you're in your early 20s, if you just start training, and just start strength training, your joints and your tendons and ligaments are still probably strong enough Uh, that they can recover from using these heavy weights, you're not gonna get a negative impact. However, if you just started training in your 40s, with weights particularly, your tendons and ligaments, because you're 40 40 years of wear and tear in them, aren't gonna be as strong as someone in their teens or 20s, and doing this style of training of heavy lifts day in and day out, is literally going to put wear and tear on your joints and you're gonna get lots of joint pain. This is something you don't really want because one thing, it'll hamper your training, it'll hamper your motivation and you'll just be plain sore. So I do recommend to people is start with lighter weights but uh, in the 6, using kind of um, weights in the 6 to 12 rep range. And this means the weights will be a bit lighter, but because you're using this rep range, there won't be as much pressure on your joints, but you're still going to uh, put your body uh, under stress that it'll adapt from, and that's where you'll get the results. So you get all the benefits of um, getting a bit stronger. You won't get as strong as using the heavier weights, but then you won't compromise your joint health while building a bit of muscle and improving your health, avoiding injury and making progress long term now we're not saying avoid heavy lifting completely using this style of training of you know 6 to 12 reps a week you will be build up your joints and tendons and ligaments and like that and you will be able to lift heavy on occasion but it should be a a rare occasion as opposed to like you know once a week it should be you know once every other week or once every month thing like that just to kind of vary your training up the next thing we kind of want people to focus on when you're starting training at, at um If you're like over the age of 40 is you want to focus on bodybuilding and a lot of people want to focus on bodybuilding. And now before people kind of their eyes glaze over and you're thinking of Aaron Schwarzenegger, what we mean by bodybuilding is literally what everyone means by bodybuilding. And that's strengthening your joints, your tendons, your ligaments and hopefully gaining, hopefully maintaining your muscle mass, but hopefully gaining more muscle mass as well. So what I always try and tell people is look, If you go running, you know, a few days a week, you're not probably going to be the first person to break the two-hour marathon mark. Similarly, if you only train a few days a week for, you know, an hour here or there, maybe three or four days a week, you're not going to become Aaron Schwarzenegger, all right? So just, just have a correct frame on what you're doing. You're doing this to get a bit healthier, improve your quality of life. So your training is tailored towards that. It's not going to be tailored towards, you know, being the most muscle-bound human in life. But basically, by keeping a muscle on your frame or even increasing your muscle mass, you're going to keep your metabolism high so that you can burn off more calories at rest. So you'll either get to a healthier weight easier or you'll stay at a healthy weight for the rest of your life. And the... Um, The health benefits from that are, you know, longer as long, you'll live longer, you avoid disease and things like that. It'll improve your bone density, which is something that becomes an issue as people get older. So when you get into your 60s, 70s and 80s, uh, particularly for women, osteoporosis is a big deal. Um, It's basically where your bones get holes in them and they become weaker and uh, more brittle. Weight training uh, helps prevent that and helps stall it. So there's other little things basically. Like, I mean, realistically, look, if you put on muscle on your frame, your body can do more. So walking upstairs, uh, picking up shopping playing with your kids, you know playing playing sports and things like that It just makes life an easier general keeping muscle mass on your frame All right Now the next thing that can happen to people is when they start training first time is the concept of no pain No gain and you have to push yourself every day to kind of failure Look the no pain no gain thing is a nice phrase, but in reality. It's pretty dumb I mean look if you were a carpenter and you were hitting your thumb on a mallet every day you know, day in and day out and, you know, if one day you break your thumb. That doesn't make you a better carpenter. You're probably going to, you know, look for a better profession. That's the same thing in the gym. If you're training and, you know, it's, it's a grueling battle every day where you've got to psych yourself up and you push your body to the brink and then you collapse at the end of it and you're in a sweaty heap and you're debating, do I take a breath or do I throw up? That style of training is just. is is madness and it's chaotic, all right? What's going to happen is you're either going to get injured, you're either going to burn out, or you'll probably get both, and you'll give up and you will never come back. Realistically, you need to train enough that your body has to adapt from it. So you just have to push yourself just a little bit, into kind of a little discomfort, you know, so your body has to adapt to the stress. And once it adapts to that stress, you recover and you can go again. What that mainly means is that for most people, that's three moderate days of exercise a week where they, you know, build up a sweat, you know, a few easy days of going for nice light walks and maybe like one hard day once every two weeks or once every week, depending on your fitness level and where you're, where you're going or what your goals are. But it does not mean, you know, every day has to be crazy. You'd be amazed at like getting in, you know, three moderate workouts a week, for you know a full year will do two compared to doing one, you know, three hard workouts and then getting injured in week six and never coming back again. So take take it easier than you imagine, you'd be surprised at what you the results you can get. The next focus that people should do as they, and this is at any age, but as you get older is a big thing, is mobility work. So a big thing is adding mobility work into your uh, workout routine or your warm-up. So uh, mobility work is basically to undo uh life so you know if you're sitting down all day from be at school or college or you're driving in a car all day or you're sitting at a desk all day this kind of plays havoc with your posture so you know leads to knee pain back pain shoulder pain you know basically pain all over um if you kind of get tightness in different areas, because your body, your muscles, your body's all connected. So, you know, if you're tight in one area, it causes, cause an effect on another area and so on and so on. So by working on your mobility. So for example, if you have constant back pain and you sit at a desk all day, by working on your mobility, like things like, you know, loosening up your ankles, loosening up your hips, um, getting your glutes a bit stronger and more mobile and, you know, uh, opening up the shoulders, you know, uh, loosening up your chest, you'll do, all, by default, improve your posture completely, which could do away things like back pain and that's just a simple fix. On top of that, it'll if you do mobility work, uh, kind of in your warm-up, it'll make your training better, because you'll move better, and you'll have muscles activated a bit more, and you'll be kind of uh, more aware of them, you'll feel them better, basically, and you'll be able to train better and avoid getting injury, and although mobility work is kind of a pain, we kind of encourage people in the gym to kind of do it between sets, uh, so that they can kind of, you know, they're kind of while they're resting they're getting mobility works they feel better and then of course uh it's one thing when you do mobility work you although it kind of is a pain at the start you will see the benefits very quickly from doing it um the next thing then is warming up so this is a big factor a lot of people who you know they start training you just walk into the gym or whatever and you just you know start lifting weights now I, if you ever notice kids when they just start, they go from walking to sprinting in a split second and never get injured. However, if you notice when you get older and you're kind of playing sport, let's say 5 a soccer or something like that or tag rugby, you know, there's always people who don't warm up properly and they get like a catastrophic leg injury of some description. Um, and that's basically because when you're young, you can recover really fast and your, your um, muscle tissue is basically young and fresh and it can recover and it can move really quickly and dynamically. But as you get older, you know, your muscles age and you age and your joints and tendons aren't as strong and your muscles aren't as, you know, there's scar tissue on your muscles from life. And because of that, you know, if you don't warm up properly, there are kind of dire consequences with injury. So to avoid injury, you need to get your body ready to work. And that's what a warm-up is for. That's what it's used for, is to get your body ready and prepped for the workout ahead. And so I'm not talking about something, you know, daft, like swinging your arms left to right and twisting your torso and swinging your legs. I'm talking now about an actual focus warm up that has an intent of you know getting you ready so getting your heart rate up so your blood is your blood flow is increased and your you know your body's getting ready to work joints are warmer doing the mobility work through movements to get your joints ready and open up your body so it's not tight stiff or sore and then of course you know probably you know doing very basic light exercises like bodyweight exercises to get your muscles ready and primed for the workout ahead The next thing is focusing on aerobic capacity so it's all well and good lifting weights they are brilliant for your body they'll keep you young uh, but you also have to have focus on your heart and lungs and your aerobic capacity so it's great you know you might look like a million bucks but like if you get breathless going upstairs you need to you know that's kind of red flag in your health you need to keep up your aerobic fitness now this doesn't have to be crazy you know most people do go running and cycling swimming etc and you can keep that up or even something as simple as you know going for a brisk walk 30 minutes 30 minute brisk walk you know two or three times a week is more than enough to kind of keep your cardio fitness up but we do encourage that people do some form of cardio fitness because it will complement your training it'll help you recover it'll help basically you train or recover actually faster in the gym between sets because you're more aerobically fit so you can uh, recover faster and if, you know, if running or cycling isn't your thing, you can do something like a HIIT class. We offer one in the gym uh, called Quick Fit. That's a 30-minute class and things like that just to keep your aerobic fitness up. Um, so it's kind of a win-win. The, the weight training and using your muscles keeps your body young, keeps your muscles strong, um, and you look better, keeps your metabolism up. And then the um, the aerobic training keeps your heart and lungs healthy so that they're all working synergistically so you get the best of both worlds. Um, the next thing for people to kind of be aware of when they're starting off training um, is following a program. Um, I suppose back in the day when the internet didn't exist, a lot of people didn't have access to information in regards to training. So you kind of went into a gym and maybe you saw someone do something, someone who was in shape do this exercise or that exercise, or you saw a machine that you understood, or uh, the trainer in the gym showed you the machines, and then you were kind of left to your own devices. So every day you went in, you kind of did random things for random numbers. And you know, when you first started, you were kind of getting results because it's a new stimulus to your body, so your body has to adapt. But after time, you find that you're not getting results anymore, and that's kind of where you kind of get frustrated and you give up. This is where following a kind of a structured program uh, helps people. Now, the the programs that generally good coaches or good classes provide for you are tailored to your level. So, although you might want to do this, you know, this program that you know that's more, let's say, strength based and you know is harder. It might suit you from where you're starting out to do a more basic program that covers your whole body that kind of fixes up weaknesses maybe in your, um, in your body and plays to your strengths and works and your weaknesses so that you get the best of both worlds. Um, so you really kind of want to follow a program that's tailored both to your level, which is really important and your goals. So you might want to put on a bit of muscle and recover from energy. There's no point doing really heavy lifting really high intense workouts similarly if you want to um get stronger there's no point you doing uh really light reps or really light weights um for loads of reps and doing you know long distance running and things like that so you have to kind of follow a program that's tailored for your for your goals most people need a basic generic program that's full body that generally works your full body every day uh you know covers your upper body your core your legs and different things like that every day and does a bit of aerobics every day um, and most kind of gyms who do kind of um, structured fitness classes offer that kind of program because that's generally what works for most people to get them the best results and uh, you know it, it leads to long term results as opposed to short term gains and injuries and kind of giving up so and that's the key is staying motivated you know if you if you're making progress consistently you'll stay motivated and that keeps you kind of in a nice um, you know um, nice uh, feedback loop where you want to get results stay motivated go back get results stay motivated etc. And the last point we're going to cover is recovery so this is a big one um that a lot of people kind of uh sleep on uh they don't realize what's involved in recovery so it's all well and good training like you can train five days a week and you can get incredible training in each day lets you train a very good workout that's very smart for doing all the things we i said um previously um so you've got making progress with the training and everything's good but all of a sudden things stall out and you're wondering what's going on um so your recovery might not be up to scratch. So the main aspects for recovery are the way to think about recovery is energy. So if you have an energy bar or let's say a glass full of water, every time you work out, um, you take out a bit of that glass of water. So when you sleep and when you eat, that glass, the water recovers and you kind of always want that glass to go back to full energy each after each session so you get enough time to recover so that when you go back to your next training session, you can make progress again and again and again. However, some people, if you don't get enough sleep, or you don't get um, proper nutrition from your diet or you're not kind of listening to your body you can basically when they train they take some water out of the glass they recover a little bit however it's not you know the glass isn't full so when they train again they take out more water when they recover a little bit the glass now is, is now only halfway full they train again more water gone out of the glass they recover a little bit but the glass is nearly empty so they've kind of dug themselves into this hole where their, their trainings actually become a big stress to their body and they can recover so rather than making progress they might be going backwards um, because they're stressing their body out so much so what we recommend for people for recovery is getting enough sleep so when you're younger look sleep is not a big deal I mean when you're 18 you can you know survive on one hour sleep work eight hours a day go out eight hours a night repeat that process but realistically as you get older sleep um, is vital to living a long healthy life and keeping your mind good as well so we recommend people get seven to eight hours sleep at a regular time so if you have a regular bedtime regular kind of sleep schedule, if you can manage that. Next thing we tell people is eat a nutrient dense diet that aligns to your goals. So that would involve eating enough protein, eating enough carbs, eating enough fats from good food sources that are high in vitamins, high in minerals, basically meat, fish, you know, vegetables, your standard stuff there, but making sure your diet is aligned to your goals so you recover. And the last thing then is paying attention to how you feel on the days you train. So you might have had, you might be feeling great. So, brilliant, power through the session, maybe, you know, maybe increase the weights or maybe push, child, push push yourself on a little bit more, but you might also be feeling a little bit off. You might, you know, have got bad sleep, you might be stressed out at work or something like that. So, on those days, listen to your body and take it a bit easier, just so that you're not, again, you know, spilling that glass of water, you know, too much so that you can recover. Um, and again, these kind of things, although they sound very basic and boring, they lead to long-term results, um, Or you know daily or as long-term results and long-term progress over time they'll help you avoid injury keep you motivated train and getting consistent results so the other kind of things we recommend guys for people if you're starting training over 40 um you know just it's just because basically if you're starting training at over 40 just because you're new to it you need to kind of um, start at a different level than someone who's um younger just because the rules are a bit different just based on uh, physiology and time um, hope that advice helps people if you have any questions just let us know uh, we'd love to hear from you and we'll talk to you later guys cheers